Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Navigating the healthcare system is already pretty dicey, and a new program put forth by insurance giant Anthem is muddying the waters even more for some. Known as the Emergency Department Review, the company's program launched in 2017 with the intent of reducing unnecessary visits to the nation's emergency rooms. In and of itself, the idea isn't such a bad thing since emergency departments are sometimes ill-used. A 2010 report found $38 billion per year in wasteful spending thanks to emergency department overuse. However, per Anthem's policy, if a person goes to the emergency department with symptoms or a condition that turns out to not be life-threatening, they could wind up holding the bag for a whole lot of money. We spoke with Christina Gaines, communications director for Anthem Incorporated, via email. She said, If a consumer chooses to receive care for non-emergency conditions at the emergency department when a more appropriate setting is available, Anthem will request more information, including additional medical records from the hospital and a statement from the consumer as to why they went to the emergency department. Then an Anthem medical director will review the additional information using the prudent layperson standard, and the claim might be denied as not a covered service. In the event a consumer's claim is denied, they have the right to appeal. Much of the controversy surrounding this program lies with that prudent layperson standard Gaines mentioned. The standard was enacted by the U.S. Congress back in 1997, with 47 states opting to work it into state law as well. It was done to add a layer of protection for healthcare consumers so they can seek care without working up a huge emergency department bill. We also spoke via email with Dr. David Farsi, president of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine. He said, The prudent layperson standard requires health insurance companies to cover visits based on the patient's symptoms, not the final diagnosis. This means if a patient has chest pain but turns out to have a non-urgent medical condition, such as gastritis or muscular pain, the insurance company must still cover the visit. We have a duty to safeguard patients and cannot expect our patients who have little to no medical training to be doctors and know the difference between a minor or life-and-death medical condition. Anthem is forcing the patients to be doctors and completely disregard federal and state laws that protect patients. Anyone who's ever been in a potential emergency situation knows that sometimes the most logical choice isn't always the most obvious. This is further convoluted by a healthcare system in which it's often difficult, if not impossible, for a person to see a primary care physician or specialist in a timely manner. Hence, emergency department visits that could have been handled elsewhere. Such was nearly the case for nurse practitioner Amanda Gorman, She recalled, I was almost forced to go to the emergency room this week because of a kidney stone and couldn't get a new appointment with a urologist. Gorman is married to a physician and was trying to go to the hospital where her husband works. She said, so if we're having trouble navigating this, I can't imagine the struggles for regular patients. Gorman ended up finding an appointment with an out-of-network specialist, a potentially costly risk in itself. She estimated that it was about six times as expensive as an ER copay would have been, but she didn't want to deal with the hassle of an ER. Many emergency medicine experts don't mince words about the potentially damaging effects of the plan. We spoke with Dr. Ryan Stanton, a Lexington, Kentucky-based emergency physician and spokesman for the American College of Emergency Physicians, the ACEP. He said, This will harm people and lead to injuries and deaths. The goal of this program is not the denials, it's about the fear. People will be afraid to seek emergency care. ACEP feels this policy is incredibly dangerous and puts people at risk in the name of profits. I've talked to a number of people that were denied, and the common theme is how upset they were. But more importantly, they are now afraid to go to the emergency department, even if they feel they have an emergency. Many conditions present with similar symptoms, whether they wind up being benign or truly life-threatening. Stanton said, 
Chest pain can be a heart attack or heartburn. Abdominal pain can be appendicitis or gas. A headache can be a ruptured aneurysm or a hangover. The challenge with medicine is that it deals in shades of gray and rarely black or white. The key is that if you feel your life or health are at risk, go to the ER. Not everyone thinks Anthem's program is completely off base, though. Lindsay Artola is a health policy expert with Sage Health Strategy, who supports some type of penalty for unnecessary use of the emergency department. She said via email, The emergency room is by far the most expensive way to get health care, and with the advent of urgent care centers, nurse triage lines, and other alternatives, it's a poor use of health system resources for folks to use the ER as a primary care office. I think a financial penalty for misuse of health system resources isn't necessarily a bad idea. So how bad is the problem of misusing the ER? Statistics vary widely. A study using data from ER visits from 2005 to 2011 found that only 3.3% of ER visits were avoidable, which is in line with the 2015 CDC statistic of 5.5%. Meanwhile, Truven Health Analytics, drawing on insurance claims data from 2010, said that 71% of ER visits were unnecessary and avoidable. Uh, Clearly, the word avoidable has different meanings for different people. Anthem spokesperson Gaines said, Consumers who reasonably believe that they are experiencing an emergency medical condition should always go to the emergency room or call 911. She points out that Anthem will always cover emergency department visits under certain conditions. For example, if a consumer was directed to the emergency room by a provider, including an ambulance provider, if the patient is under the age of 15, if the patient's home address is greater than 15 miles from an urgent care center, if the visit occurred during off hours, that's between 8 p.m. Saturday and 8 a.m. Monday, or on a major holiday, if the patient received surgery, IV fluids, IV medications, or an MRI or CT scan, or if the patient had conditions such as chest pain, difficulty breathing, convulsions, fainting, or was experiencing a drug overdose. Many of these exemptions were added in January of 2018 after public objections to the original policy. Gaines adds that Anthem's emergency department program is currently in effect in five states, Missouri, Georgia, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, with no current plans to extend its reach. Today's episode was written by Elia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. 